Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie now, the Irish Daily Mail has a, a fairly dramatic front page uh, today with over 60s feeling forgotten in the rollout of uh, the vaccination programme with health experts and politicians calling for older and vulnerable groups to be fully vaccinated as soon as possible before the Delta variant can take hold. Over 60s and vulnerable groups, the paper says, still awaiting second jab of AstraZeneca despite rising threat of COVID variant. There is this push for the second jab to be provided to people sooner but be careful what you wish for may be the message. Let's talk to Dr. Lona Duffy, Monaghan-based GP and medical director of NE Doc. A very good morning to you, Dr. Duffy, and thank you indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. It seems as though the longer the gap is between the two doses, the more effective the vaccine is. Should it be brought forward? Morning, Michael. Yes, this is something I think we may have discussed a month ago, even this whole issue of the, the time frame and the, the distance between the two vaccines for AstraZeneca. So as we know, um, for a period of time, it was actually, it was going to be 16 weeks, then it was reduced to 12 weeks. And now it's hoped that that's going to, that is to be reduced to eight weeks. So we know from some of the data that came from the UK, where I suppose the majority early on of the vaccines, AstraZeneca vaccines were being delivered, that um, the study showed that having a longer distance between the vaccines provided a better immunity. So as people may be aware, if you receive um, Pfizer or Moderna, it's a four-week gap between the vaccines. But it was definitely found that for AstraZeneca that leaving it that bit longer seemed to give you a better and more long-lasting immunity. So I can't see us moving to a four-week gap between the vaccines, but at least if we get it to eight weeks, because as you say, this is very difficult for Mm. many people who are in the group who are getting the AstraZeneca vaccine everybody over 70 um, after a certain period of time, because some over 70s did get AstraZeneca, but they will be fully vaccinated at this stage. And that included some healthcare staff. But anyone between 60 and 70 was being offered AstraZeneca. And what that meant was when they got their first vaccine, it was going to be initially, as we said, the 16 weeks, then reduced to 12 weeks. But it meant that other people who were younger than them were being vaccinated and completely vaccinated, having two vaccines within a much shorter time frame, which meant that they were freer to go out there knowing that they were safer. And I suppose the final bit on this is that our concern now is because of the Delta variant, this new um, COVID strain that doesn't seem to be, you don't get protection from unless you have Mm. both doses of the vaccine. And that's particularly um, so with the AstraZeneca one. And therein lies the gamble, doesn't it? Uh, How long will it be before the Delta strain or the strain that was first identified in India takes hold here because you'll be at risk if you haven't had the second jab? 
Uh, but if we have the time to wait, uh, it would seem most worthwhile waiting uh, because at six weeks the uh, coverage is 55%. Uh, at six to eight weeks it's about 60%. Nine to 11 weeks, 72%. And at 12 weeks, 80%. There's a significant difference. Mm-hmm. There is a significant difference. And I suppose one thing is not to get too hung up on the figures because a lot of people have even been using the, the data and the figures saying, well look at I don't want AstraZeneca because it only gives me X percent, whereas if I get Pfizer, Moderna I get X plus percent. But the reality of it is any protection is going to stop you getting the severe illness that's that's what we want so you know really if we can get up into the higher above the 50 percent the aim is that at least that way we know you won't end up in hospital you won't end up potentially dying as a result of covid and that's really what we want i think you know because there was that delay the government had the government had advised that if you had one dose of astrazeneca you could start mingling and meeting people and that was to allow I suppose people meet grandchildren, meet family members. But really, we know that they still had to be cautious. They still had to be careful. And that's the same, similar for anyone who's only had one dose of their vaccine. But yes, especially so with the AstraZeneca. Okay, so uh, if it was to move to eight weeks, you'd be talking about 60% coverage instead of the 80% if you were to hold on. Uh, Would it be better to uh, give uh, some of the other vaccines as the second jab? Uh, And this is something that has been looked at, uh, I think, around the world. This is being looked at and already in Canada we know um, where there was a big push to try and ensure that people had two vaccines. People were advised that they could get a second dose if they had had their first dose of AstraZeneca, they could get their second dose could be either Moderna or Pfizer. So there's been a big push to ensure that people have two doses and have that extra protection. In the UK, there was actually a very interesting article in yesterday's um, Daily Telegraph, and that's looking at ongoing studies that are now happening in the UK and in other parts of the world, looking at um, what's the best combination if we if we are to kind of start giving two different types of vaccines, or perhaps and when we're looking at now uh, giving a booster, so that let's say those who've had two doses and who will require a booster probably later on in the year, do we give it with the same vaccine type or do we give it a new one? So I think we're going to see a lot more information coming, and that's going to be welcome because there is a suggestion that by varying the vaccines you get and having that immunity created in different ways, because as we know, the different vaccine groups, meaning the AstraZeneca and, and Johnson & Johnson are one type of vaccine mm. and the Pfizer and Moderna are another, but that perhaps by mixing and mingling them, we may get a better response and more importantly, a longer response and one that will help protect us against not only the Delta variant, but future variants. So I think all along we're learning and sometimes people kind of feel, well, why does the advice keep changing? The advice keeps changing because we're learning as we go all of the time. We're finding as time goes on which vaccines are going to provide longer uh, protection. And we have to remember that all of these studies are continuing. So I think I've said it before, I have a sister in the UK and she was part of a vaccine trial. Mm -hmm. She has had her vaccine many, many months, but she continues to have monthly bloods and that's to check and see what her antibodies levels are like and how she's reacting. And obviously if she were to develop any COVID symptoms and test positive, that's all reported in. So all along we're learning and we're gathering more and more information as time goes by we'll be able to offer better advice and know how best to give these vaccines. And today we're talking about the Delta variant uh, which is uh, of concern and uh, what kind of coverage people will get from their vaccines or their mix of vaccines as the case may be and quite probably uh, there will be uh, another variant uh, that uh, will also be of concern and will need uh, some sort of improvisation in terms of how these are administered. What about those people who have had the one-shot vaccine, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? Uh, does this uh, ask the question as to whether they should be given a, a second jab of one of the other uh, types of vaccines that are available? 
Well, at present, there's no question about that and there's no talk about that. So, again, I think we'll we'll follow the guidance and the guidance will be based on the evidence that's out there. And I suppose we know that Johnson & Johnson, I suppose a lot of the data we're gathering from it and the big data is coming from the states because they were kind of using it very early on. Mm. So I think we've just got to watch and wait this spot. I think there's no doubt that most of us who are vaccinated can expect that we're going to have to have a booster and that's already been planned for and talked about and that there will be a booster dose given later on in the year. And that, again, will be to provide ongoing protection against the new strains. But what does all of this mean? Can we trust the vaccines? Uh, If we've had one vaccine, uh, does that mean we're safe? And we've had another one, does it mean we're not safe? Can we hug our grandchildren or or not? If you've had one dose of AstraZeneca, can uh, you intermingle with other people? I think you can intermingle if you've had one dose with caution and that means that um, you're kind of checking before family and friends come to visit you and you're limiting the contact so it's not large groups I'd still be avoiding maybe going to kind of any family parties or anything like that that may be happening and I'd be kind of ensuring that anybody who's coming is asymptomatic and that they've had no contact with anybody who is awaiting a test or has had a positive test so I think we've got to continue to protect those who remain vulnerable and those who are not fully vaccinated and that is just by being careful and following the guidelines. Okay, thank you indeed for joining us as always. That's Dr Alona Duffy who's a GP based in Monaghan and uh, the medical director of NEDOC. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.